0: Welcome back to That's the T. I'm RJ. And I'm Ryan. and We are here bringing you football news in the most digestible way possible. Today, Ryan, today, it's T-minus one day until the regular season starts. It's the moment we have all been waiting for. It's week one of the regular season, and I am so pumped.
1: I'm excited. It's finally coming, because the preseason games didn't cut it for me, because none of the Raiders starters played. So I didn't get to see Derek Carr. Yeah, couldn't see Derek Carr. So I'm excited to see Derek Carr, but I can't see him tomorrow. I have to wait till Monday. But I'm super excited for the season to start. Fantasy's back, too. Drafts, we we completed drafts this week. Everything's looking good, ready to go.
0: Yes, we did. And it's cool because we participated in our very first charity league. Which is a podcast mm-hmm. charity league, which we'll talk about later on in this podcast, which was super exciting. Yes, but um, Ryan, you he talked about how the the starters played for the Raiders. Did Henry Ruggs play? I'm just curious.
1: No, no, no. the starters did not play.
0: Also, oh, so he didn't. So did Henry Ruggs play? I'm curious. Did he play or no? I I don't think he played. Okay, I, played. I, I
1: hope that he didn't play <laughs> because know. if the starters are being sat out and he's playing, then we have an issue. Like, I would, I, really I, I would be very sad if Henry Ruggs was not starting <laughs> for this team,
0: especially be, after
1: John Brown was cut.
0: Especially after John Brown was cut, which is why I was, like, really high on Henry Ruggs, actually, in a lot of, in a lot of yeah, drafts this you year. You drafted but
1: him in both leagues.
0: I did, and I, I, was, I was very excited. I'm very excited to see what he has to offer in Las Vegas. But this episode is going to be a little different. We're going to be doing some news. We're going to be doing a league update for the league that we're in. And we're also going to be doing our week one picks as well as some boom and bust players that you should, I guess, have on your radar as you set your lineups for week one. Ryan, the news articles are a little light, but they're kind of important in terms of fantasy f- football. Okay. And so the, I guess the headline is bell What now?
1: Bell so, What now? I like it. So
0: this topic is related to running backs that were signed that may hurt running backs that were, that were, I guess, like kind of supposed to be the starter. And now you kind of have to hesitate for a second. Okay. And so the first player I have is Le'Veon Bell. And as you know, Adam Schefter reports that the Ravens are signing free agent Le'Veon Bell to their practice squad. Are you scared of Le'Veon Bell signing with Baltimore with Gus Edwards supposedly being the lead back.
1: Not even not scared. And I can back it up. I can back my statement up because you saw what I did in our league this morning. I paid $10 for Tyson Williams, knowing that LeVeon Bell was going to get drafted. So I think we're chilling. So you because think okay. you have you seen LeVeon play last year? When was the last time he was good? It's been or okay. I, I don't want to say good because he's better than I am. But when was the last time he was fantasy relevant? Fantasy relevant. I like that. I like that. It's been a while, unfortunately. Yeah. Exactly my point. I I see no fear. I, I spent ten percent mm-hmm. of my budget on Tyson Williams.
0: Tyson Williams. Okay. Um. So even if they even if they call him up, you don't think they in a pass catching role. Gus Edwards is not someone who who catches the ball very often. You're not. You're not worried at all. I'm not worried. Nice. Are you worried? To be honest, no. Because exactly. Gus Edwards is so good to just get that yardage, um, just running. Yeah, I feel like the game plan for for Baltimore is literally just like hit the ground running, literally ground and pound. And maybe mm-hmm. he's not the number one running back. I give that to Lamar Jackson on that team. Okay, but Derrick Henry still scores a lot of points. And he doesn't catch the ball very often. Yeah, if you can get Gus Edwards as like your RB two and have the potential to get like seventy five percent of what Derrick Henry can do, I think that's. That's a lot of value.
1: Yeah, I agree.
0: So moving on, we have Sony Michelle, and the news article that that was kind of said was that Sean McVay says that Sony Michelle is on track to play in Week One against the Bears. Ryan, if you owned Daryl Henderson, if you if you drafted him before he before Sony Michelle was traded, are you concerned?
1: Yes, very concerned. And I'm super concerned because I'll, I'll give you some stats. I have, I have one number. Sonny Michelle, 5.68 yards per carry, which ranks second for last season. Sonny Michelle is a good runner. And I don't, think, I don't think he's like a good pass catcher, but I don't think he's a slouch trying to catch the ball either. And why I'm concerned for Daryl Henderson is because he's coming off that thumb injury. That's one. So Sonny Michelle could take over. No, two, I don't think the Rams are ever committed to a running back.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: Meaning that I think Daryl Henderson owners, you know, you kind of found yourself in a pickle because he's back to having like what basically two guys there. Just, I, I would think of uh, the new guy, Sony Michelle, like Cam Akers. It's going to be kind of like the same situation, you know?
0: That's, that's a really good comparison because that's exactly how I kind of view it this mm-hmm. year. I think that Sony Michelle is going to be integrated slowly
1: into the system and he may yeah. run away with the job. Exactly. So week one, you have nothing to worry about. But if I had Daryl Henderson, try to trade him, man. Try to trade him after a good week one performance or a week two performance. Get what you can out of the guy.
0: Okay. So you mentioned a trade. Um, would, you, would you try to flip Daryl Henderson for like a Chase Edmonds? Oh. For Mike Davis.
1: Mike Davis, maybe because he's a starting back. But Chase Edmonds, we'll, we'll talk about later. Oh, okay. <laughs> we we have a little segment, and I I I slotted Chase Edmonds into one of those segments later. Got it. Okay. Very very
0: very fair. Okay. The next running back that was signed was Duke Johnson, and he signed with the Jaguars. Are you concerned? I think it's a practice it's a practice squad signing, but he can get called up at any moment. James Robinson, I just feel like he, Urban Myers just doesn't want to commit to him. And it concerns me. It always worries me. And I don't know why.
1: Yeah, they, they don't want to commit to this guy. Uh, I think fantasy value wise, fantasy you might see a few targets, you know, taken away from James Robinson to go to Duke Johnson because he is a receiving back. But in terms of rushing, I don't think you should be scared. So you might see some of those PPR points, but I think James Robinson is still going to run on the ground and get touchdowns for him
0: got it. I think um this kind of just level sets where James Robinson should have been drafted. Mm-hmm. I feel like after Travis Etienne got his um got injured, like people were drafting James Robinson higher than where they were drafting Travis Etienne and I totally understand because James Robinson had such a great year. He mm-hmm. was very productive. But it was very hard to believe that they weren't going to sign another running back. And they did. Yeah. They and- did.
1: I was just saying, is it really a surprise that they signed another running back, though? Because it's similar to the Ram situation where it's kind of like, who did they really have behind James Robinson? Yeah, they had Carlos Hyde, but was that a lot or is that enough? Exactly. exactly. It's just Duke Johnson is not the caliber of like or in the same level as Sony Michelle. That's it. They mm-hmm. just signed a, a back that was not of that level.
0: Exactly. That's why Duke Johnson was just picked off the... Picked off the waivers at the free agency while well, yeah. you know, Sonia Michelle actually had trade value. But mm-hmm. um yeah, you bring up you bring up really good points. That's why I was trying to fade both of them actually coming into drafts. James Robinson and, okay. and Daryl Henderson. I see now the concern the next, though. You see the concern. Yeah. Now the next the next running back, which is the last running back I want to talk about, I brought up Mike Davis. And so I kind of tricked you. Wayne Gallman has signed with the Atlanta Falcons. I don't trust Mike Davis at all I- anymore. You like really Wayne don't. Goldman that much? I don't like Wayne Goldman that much that I'm trying to go out there and draft him. But I think Wayne Goldman's a good enough running back where they're going to try to do a committee.
1: I think that's possible. Mm-hmm. But it's also Mike Davis has shown he can carry the workload last year. But I also feel what happened last year on the Panthers was that they also didn't trust Mike Davis all too much either. Mm-hmm. But when he was called, when his number was called upon, he did fine. So I see where the concern is coming now, but I don't, but so is there something about Mike Davis that we don't know as people who just watch the game? Because the Panthers didn't seem too committed to Mike Davis.
0: Mm-hmm. I think he's just a solid, like, like one B like he's like the same thing as like a Damien Williams, I think who was, who used to be on, on the chiefs and now is on yeah. like Chicago. Like he's a good running back, but I don't think that they're like their true starter material. I see.
1: Uh, okay. So, oh, I 100% understand where you're coming from then. Because now we don't see Mike Davis as star material. Wayne Gallman comes in. Uh, guess what? It's a two headed running back. Exactly. Exactly. Yeah. So,
0: and I see. And Wayne Gallman does everything that Mike Davis does. They're both pretty good runners, they're physical, and they can catch the ball. So it's like you really don't know.
1: I think Wayne Gallman's actually a really good waiver wire pickup if you're low on running backs, if you're low yeah, to just stash it, stash them away and see, see, see how it plays out week one and week two. I was just high on Mike Davis earlier when you mentioned him the first time, I think was because I had him on my team last year and he kind of carried.
0: He kind of carried. Yeah he, yeah. he, he did work on your team. I'll never forget that. But yeah, um, that's all I had for reading the tea leaves. And now right. we're going to do something super fun. Um, which we haven't done before. We're going to be talking about our team on the charity league, which is called "Put Your Money Where Your Mic Is." And this ah, was I like it's that. Pre- pretty good, right? Pretty good. And it's so, really where your mic is at. Um, we're in this charity league with other podcasters. It was super fun. The draft, the draft was a little long. I don't know if you know this. It was a five-minute timer. The draft was three hours long.
1: It was three hours long. You could have hopped in. I, I i probably could have hopped in just for people who's listening in right now rj man the draft i was busy i could not make it to the draft yeah so yeah
0: which is super cool because i'm going to be revealing the team to ryan he has not seen it at all and at all so it's going to be live on the podcast and get to see how he reacts to the team um it might help if you like write down the player names as i read them just so yeah, you sure, can sure. kind of see kind of see like how the roster was constructed but Definitely. It was a 12 team league. It is one PP, I think it's yeah, it's um, full PPR and it's two flex. So it was two flex five bench.
1: Oh, okay. So you just it's like any other league, but you start two flex.
0: Yes, exactly. Okay. So we had the number one pick. I, I think I said it's a 12 team league and PPR, it was easy. Our first pick was Christian McCaffrey at the one oh one. Simple.
1: Can't can't go wrong. Literally cannot go wrong with this pick.
0: Yes, and you
1: like that? You okay? Nice. I like it. I like
0: it. Very good. Coming into the two twelve, players that were drafted before were DK Metcalf, Calvin Ridley,
1: Patrick Mahomes. Oh, Patrick Mahomes went that early.
0: Patrick Mahomes went at the two eleven, and we pick at the two twelve.
1: Okay, because DK Metcalf and Calvin Ridley, I expect it to kind of be off the board by then. Mm -hmm. So at the the two
0: twelve. We picked A.J. Brown.
1: Mm, Okay.
0: Okay. For context, CEH was off the board. Joe Mixon was off the board. And players that were drafted right after was Justin Jefferson, Keenan Allen, and Terry McLaurin. So my question for you, Ryan, is would you rather have have had those players or A.J. Brown?
1: Oh. To be completely honest, I think I would have been a little bit more comfortable with Justin Jefferson. I think you have him in your, in your, your team as well. But mm-hmm. A.J. Brown, I don't think is bad. We talked about him a lot on this, uh, on, on this podcast. Julio Jones is coming into town. We don't really know what's going to happen. But, and they like to run the ball a lot. But I think there's still value with A.J. Brown. Got to stay positive. This is,
0: uh, this is our team, you know? Yes. So with the 301... Back. back to back again, the players that were drafted before, the players that are drafted after. I didn't want to reach on David Montgomery, I Good. didn't want to reach on DeAndre Swift.
1: Good, I'm so glad you didn't get DeAndre Swift.
0: I didn't do two wide receivers though. Okay, okay. Darren Waller went at the 201, so at the 301, we went with George Kittle. Not bad, I like George Kittle. You Like George Kill, that's awesome. So, so we have a
1: running back, we have a wide receiver, we have a tight end.
0: Yes. And I don't know if you will be super mad about this, but players that were drafted after tight ends, Kyle Pitts went at four 402. So he was far away. And Mark Andrews went at
1: 503. That's fine.
0: Which that's
1: fine. So you didn't, okay. Good. That's Very fine. Good. I, I mean we saw some horrendous drafts, as long as you didn't go Robert Tunyon. No, I'm okay. <laughs> That's we gonna be a fun inside. Yeah. <laughs> uh-huh.
0: um, moving on for the 412s. So this was the end of the fourth round. Players that were drafted right before Mike Davis, James Robinson, Daryl Henderson, Javante Williams, Miles Sanders.
1: I like James Robinson. You know, I
0: like so, him. Okay. So they were, they were all off the board. Okay. I liked him too. I was hoping a running back would fall. Unfortunately, one didn't. But. We went with Robert Woods at the four twelve.
1: I like Robert Woods because I texted you today when we were doing our our my last draft for this year. I wanted Woods, but I, I was trying Woods. to create a stack, so then yes. I, I I didn't go Woods, and then I regret not going Woods because I couldn't get the QB who threw to Amari mm-hmm. Cooper. Couldn't get Dak. <laughs> couldn't
0: get Dak, but I was very happy that Robert Woods fell here. Players that went before him. Chris Godwin, Mike Evans, Tyler Lockett, Amari Cooper. I think Robert Woods would outperform. Really, could outperform
1: almost all of them. Because Stafford, Staffords here, I think he could really boost Robert Woods into having career numbers. Because exactly. Robert Woods was producing these numbers with Jared Goff.
0: That's what I'm saying. Yeah. Robert Woods is gonna have a monster year. So mm-hmm. right now we have one running back, two wide receivers, a tight end. I felt like we should get a running back. Okay. It was I hope I picked right for you, Ryan. Kareem Hunt, Chase Edmonds, and Ronald Jones went after the running back I selected at the 501 at the start of the fifth round. We went with Gus Edwards as our RB2.
1: I like Gus Edwards because, and you know what's really good? Just about five minutes ago, we said Le'Veon Bell. Don't care. And I didn't even know we had Gus Edwards. So it works out. (laughs)
0: That's why That's why I, my, part of my analysis changed a little bit, you know? I was like, yeah, we don't like Le'Veon Bell. It's because we see. have Gus Edwards. So. I see, I see. Okay. Um, so we need to fill out our flexes now. Um, unfortunately, at the, at the end of the sixth round, players that went off the board, Trey Sermon, Lamar Jackson, Damian Harris, Devontae Smith, Jerry Judy, and Justin Herbert went one pick before us. I wanted to get a quarterback, and I wanted Justin Herbert really badly. Uh-huh. We did not get him. I decided our running backs were a little thin, and I just wanted to lock up one more before like the real dumpster happened because That's James Conner and Melvin Gordon went after. I don't know if it's a reach or not, but I secured AJ Dillon at the six twelve.
1: I think it's a good, my honest opinion, first take. I think it's a good pick. I picked him up today as well. But I think he is cemented behind Aaron Jones. That's the saying, only thing I have on him. Yeah.
0: I'm not saying we're hoping for an injury, but A.J. Dillon.
1: No, I have Aaron Jones in my other league. You don't, you don't speak of that. <laughs> got it. <man>. I got gotcha. you. <laughs> you just hope, so, if anything, it's a committee. Mm-hmm. Or, or like a 70-30 split, you know? I'll share.
0: You'll share. Okay. Again, it's a two-flex league. I decided to go wide receiver here. Players that went after were Michael Thomas, Debo Samuel, Cortland Sutton, and Robbie Anderson. Do you like any of those wide receivers?
1: Whatever. Uh, Whatever. uh, I'm I'm, I'm whatever. Indifferent between them or for
0: them. mm -hmm. So it's full PPR. So I thought it would be good to pick up Juju Smith-Schuster here at the 701.
1: Not going to lie, since it's full PPR, we're not in a, uh, a half-point PPR. We could honestly farm points off of Juju Smith. We don't, we don't care if he does 15 yards in a game, as long as he does seven catches for 15 yards. That's
0: what I'm saying. That's, that's, that's still gold, right? It's <laughs> mm-hmm. very awesome. I thought there was a lot of value there at the 7-1. So thank you. I'm glad you like that pick. <laughs> so moving on to the end of the eighth and the start of the ninth, players that were drafted before. Jarvis Landry, Kenyon Drake, LaVishka Chennault, and Russell Wilson.
1: Hmm. Missed out on another quarterback. Players rough. that were drafted. Yeah, it
0: was rough. Okay. Players that were drafted after our two picks. Noah Fant, Jalen Hurts, Devin Singletary, Mike Williams. Are you mad we missed out on any of those players?
1: Mm, I'm just going to assume you went QB with one of these picks. Because if you didn't, I would have been like, "Well, you know, Jalen Hurts could have a pretty big year. We don't know, but yeah, who would you pick?"
0: For our eight twelve, I decided to go with another wide receiver who I thought you would like, and I was high oh, on you. I'm excited. We got Jalen Waddle at the eight twelve.
1: J- I like Jalen Waddle. I think I like- he could explode. He could be that this year's uh, Justin Jefferson.
0: Justin Jefferson, exactly. I thought there's a lot of value there. And you mentioned quarterback, and we did unfortunately the big ones were already off the board rogers jackson prescott wilson i passed on hurts i passed on Tannehill. to get we got the goat tom we're cheering on tom brady yes! last year i had tom brady last year i love brady there you go so we got brady to lock it in as our quarterback for this league i think that was pretty good at at where the draft was kind of going, I thought Tom Brady was really nice. I don't know if you wanted Jalen Hurts. I thought both were kind of there.
1: I, I like think Tom Brady, Brady is fine. Them. Yeah, because everyone likes to hate on Brady and his age and everything. But when you look at it, the Bucks sometimes abandons the run and just passes. Just like what they did in New England. Meaning that I think it's great for Tom Brady if you own Tom Brady. Right? It sucks for the Leonard Fournette owners. It really does. So- Not okay, me. Well- Not us
0: couldn't be us. Well, I'm glad we didn't draft Leonard before then on our next pick. So for picked at excuse me, at round 10, and round 11, players that went before Marvin Jones, Mike Gasicki, Rondale Moore, Tony Pollard. Players that went after Dallas Goddard, Jacoby Myers, Russell Gage, Justin Tucker. We went with two wide receivers. Ryan, can you just guess? This is like, oh man, we're really stacking these because it was two flags, I just wanted. I was hoping one of these wide receivers are gonna hit.
1: <laughs> oh, I, I, I dig it. You said Devonta Smith went already, huh? Oh, Marquez Callaway. Do you get Marquez no, Callaway? Not no. get Marquez oh, Callaway. Because you mentioned Jacoby Myers, so I was like Marquez Callaway. I don't know. You, you, you let me know who you got. Who are the two receivers? I got Marquise
0: Brown oh, as one of them. Okay. Okay. And Ryan, you mentioned that I have a player in both of our leagues. His name is Henry Ruggs. We actually have him in three leagues. I oh, drafted you, Henry you locked Ruggs in Henry Ruggs. 11, and we locked in Henry Ruggs at round 11. i I'm actually very high on him. Again, he's the, I think he's the true number one in Oakland. I don't know if that's what I don't know if that's what's actually going on in camp. But I mean, I don't think you drafted him that high for him to to be the second wide receiver.
1: Exactly. Uh my quick thoughts on this: Marquise Brown. I'm a little iffy on, you know, I don't know mm-hmm. if you're iffy on Marquise Brown solely because of what we, you know, we've seen in the past few seasons. They kind of asked him to do too much when he's not capable of it. But then now this year, the the script really flipped because they brought in Sammy Watkins and Rashad Bateman. I know Rashad Bateman's not going to play for at least the first eight weeks, but still, now now they're bringing too much reinforcement. <laughs> <laughs> they Before they much. had no, they they had no reinforcement. They asked Marquise Brown to do everything.
0: I wonder if Marquise Brown can slip into that one point five wide receiver,
1: like tier. He, he could, but I think the thing that concerns me the most is the way Baltimore plays their game and how much they love to run the ball with like two different running backs. Not considering that Lamar Jackson runs the ball.
0: Got it. You very true. I was also sold on a stat that at the end of twenty twenty, did you know that Marquise Brown caught like a touchdown in five straight games? Wow. All season.
1: right. Carry it over, Marquise. Carry, <laughs> Carry it over. over, Marquise.
0: So the draft was pretty much almost over. This is round 12 and round 13. Players that went before Higby, Mayfield, David Johnson, John U. Smith didn't have to worry about tight end, so I wasn't scared. Yeah. Players that went right after our two picks, Sanders, Baltimore's defense, Terrace Marshall, and Kenneth Gainwell. I felt like we don't have a lot of running backs. And I so agree, I, we have three. We only have three. I doubled down on Christian McCaffrey and I secured our handcuff. We got Chuba Hubbard.
1: Not bad. It's a it, it's a solid place to get a handcuff. Solid place to get a handcuff. Yes. Because okay. late in the draft, you're not worried, you know.
0: I was okay. I was concerned that you would be mad at Chuba Hubbard, but I'm glad that you like that
1: pick. I, I I like the thought process because. If CMC goes down, God forbid. If we didn't have Chubba Hubbard, guess who's starting for us, man? AJ Dillon. So, uh, no, (laughs) no. Just uh, I'm glad you got Chubba Hubbard. Thank you, thank you, thank you. And
0: so I realized that these next couple picks are probably going to be defenses and kickers. The defenses, some were already being drafted. So I decided to get a premium kicker here. Are you mad with... The goat himself, we got young
1: hoku. Yes, young hoku. I'm I'm happy. I like happy. it. Wait, yes. but Justin Tucker went already, right? Justin Tucker did go. Don't worry. Okay, okay, okay. Because <laughs> I like you- young hoku a lot, but you know, maybe not more than Justin Tucker. <laughs> just, just, okay. Ku was the second kicker off the board, and
0: Justin Tucker went two rounds before him. So I think there okay. was some good value. Very good value. So Our last two picks, 14 and 15 players that went before Steelers defense, 49ers defense, Harrison, Butker, James White, Giovanni Bernard players that went after Mac Jones. We got the kicker from Buffalo Colts defense, T.Y. Hilton, Zach Wilson. We need a defense here. I picked Cleveland's defense for our defense this year because I thought Miles Garrett's going to do well. They bring in Jadeveon Clowney for a year. I like their secondary a lot. So I thought Cleveland was a good value here, especially because I don't know if you like the Colts defense or the Bills defense, but those were what
1: were left. I think Cleveland's a good spot for for what you had left. And we're getting this in the last two rounds of the draft. I'm not, I'm not mad.
0: And then the next one, Not that I don't love Tom Brady, but a lot of people were taking multiple quarterbacks. Baker Mayfield was off the board. Trevor Lawrence was off the board. Justin Fields was off the board. Trey Lance was off the board. We went with Joe Burrow for our last pick to back up Tom Brady just in case anything happened.
1: Solid. I bet it a year early on Burrow last year. So, you know, I I think this is solid. You think that's solid? All right, that's awesome. I like the team. Good
0: job drafting. Thank you. So a little fun fact. As of right now, we are projected to score the most points in our league. Interesting. So the most points. The most points right now, or I guess in a per week, we're projected right now. We're scoring 150 points this week.
1: That's what we projected right now. No, but those draft
0: projections mean nothing. They mean nothing, yes. So I guess also to kind of update, give a league update, we are going against, I think, Team Tarrant. And his team, yes, Team Tarrant. And he has Lamar Jackson, Nick Chubb, Mike Davis, Julio Jones, Allen Robinson, Cole Komet, Stefan Diggs, Robbie Anderson. No kicker right now. And ah, Pittsburgh's the, no, the no kicker game. yeah
1: I'm not worried. the only, the only guy worried. I'd be worried about is Lamar Jackson because that guy may run circles around the Raiders defense. I, I, I <laughs> I'm not even joking I like the Raiders but everyone else it's fine we have players to counter.
0: you know you know what's the best part because you what? talked about you talked about um Lamar Jackson having a monster game. you know who we have starting currently we have Gus Edwards and Marquise Brown. So if if one of those players don't pop off and just Lamar Jackson pops pops off, I'm gonna be pretty mad on Monday night.
1: Yeah, Monday night, we're both gonna have a, a bad night because we lost some fantasy in this charity league. But in addition to that, if Lamar Jackson has a monster night, I don't think the Raiders are winning. So I'm gonna be double mad. You'll be double mad. All
0: right. So on a scale of one to ten, how how would you rank
1: our team guys or rate our team? Scale of one to ten. Mm-hmm. I put it as a solid eight. Ooh, okay. Like a, like a solid eight, much better than average, better than I expected. Cause you know, I didn't do uh, any research drafting at the one. So I'm pretty impressed with this team. Nice.
0: I'm glad that you, I'm glad that you like the team. Um... I think
1: if I, one last thing, I think I would have gave it an 8.5 or a nine. If we had just a little bit more depth at running back. Because outside of CMC, Gus Edwards, if we assume that they are not, they're going to stay healthy the whole year, we only have AJ Dillon to back them up to kind of switch him out.
0: I agree. I think the I think the draft the draft kind of kind of messed us up a little bit when um Davis Robinson, Henderson, Williams, and Sanders all went right before our pick. Oh yeah, like the four or five turn. That's what really messed. <laughs> I got so scared. I was like, dude, I don't oh, know good. what I'm going to do. So. Yeah, um, that's our team for you. Um, we'll keep you posted every single week. Don't worry, Ryan. You'll be, you'll be I guess, like co captain the team moving forward so you can start reporting about it. this team every week. It'll be pretty fun. And yeah, that's all I had for our little league update. It's now time for our week one picks. And excited. I'm pretty excited. Do you want to keep record of this? I'm down. And see who has the most correct picks I'm at down. the end of the year.
1: Yeah, I Ooh. on my list I have I have it highlighted on who I think is going to win.
0: Me too? Okay, awesome. Okay. So we'll we'll keep track. We we'll, you know, maybe we'll see who I guess like picked the most right and maybe we'll do a punishment for the one that doesn't. Have yeah, we'll figure it
1: out as the season goes on the punishment thing, but then each week we can give an update of how well we're doing. Exactly. I like that. So,
0: we're going to start with Thursday night. We have the Tampa Bay Buccaneers hosting the Dallas Cowboys on Thursday night. Ryan who do you think will win this
1: game? I'm just going to read to you my notes. Yeah. Cause, <laughs> cause I have notes for each one. So sorry to all the Cowboys fans. Uh, I know you guys sometimes believe harder than I do as a Raiders fan, you know, cause Cowboys fans are a little crazy sometimes, but this Super Bowl winning team has all their players returning and the Cowboys have to come to town in Florida too. So I think it's Brady all the way. I'm super excited to see how Dak and their offense does, but I think Tampa Bay continues their win streak from last season here. I'm sure you agree. I think
0: Tampa Bay will take this game, but I think it's going to be a shootout.
1: Yeah, could could, could be a shootout if Dak's offense goes according to plan, but Tampa Bay Tampa comes Bay. out with oh. the win. Good pick. Our next
0: game, it's the Indianapolis Colts hosting the Seattle Seahawks. Ryan, who do you have for this game?
1: The Colts and the Seahawks. Uh, I like Pete Carroll. And I think me and you, we're rooting for Carson Wentz, right? Mm-hmm. Maybe, uh, okay, maybe not in this game, but we're rooting for Carson Wentz as a you know a player. But I think Seattle's good. Jonathan Taylor could be shut down with Seattle allowing like I think under four yards per carry last season. So mm-hmm. let Russ cook.
0: You think it's Seattle? Yeah,
1: I think Seattle.
0: I think the Colts what? will win this game. You tell me why. I tell you why. I think Jonathan Taylor is going to have a monster game. You don't believe in Seattle's defense whatsoever. I don't believe in it. I just think that the Colts offensive line, if Quentin Nelson is actually healthy and will play Week One, I think that they will have a very good game. And if Carson Wentz is going to start, I have no doubt that the Colts will get the ball moving. I okay. do like, I do like Seattle though. I just don't think their offensive line is um going to be able to hold up with DeForest
1: Buckner and their their first round pick, Quitty Pay. I see where you're coming from. I believe Russ can cook though so i i think i'm going seahawks you're going colts yes we'll find out on uh next episode yes our
0: I, I think that'll be a fun game i think that'll be a fun game all right our next game that we will talk about is the houston texans and the jacksonville jaguars ryan do we even have to talk about this game
1: uh no i'm just team urban meyer here i i, I don't know if they're is anyone betting money on the Texans for this game. And I can't imagine anyone doing it unless you, like, you're anticipating like uh, this game to be forfeited on behalf of Jacksonville. <laughs> but I don't think that can happen because Urban Ma- Urban Meyer, he made roster cuts based on vaccination status. So I don't <sighs> think they'll have to forfeit this game.
0: I'd like to hope not because I don't think the Texans are winning any game. I'm, I'm Jacksonville all the way for Same. this pick.
1: I think just... To, to, to watch out for fantasy for this game, I think it'll be a telling game as to which Jaguars receiver uh, is going to develop that connection with Trevor Lawrence.
0: Yes, that is something I like that point, because I think the hardest part about drafting this year, especially in the later rounds, is because you want a share of the Jacksonville offense. The <laughs> only problem is you don't know which part of the pie you want to you want to grab, which slice you want. Exactly. Because you don't know which part. Oh, yeah,
1: go for it. Go for it. Yeah. I was going to say week one will tell you, but it's also concerning because it's against a Texas defense. So anyone could pop off (laughs) and it doesn't tell you much.
0: (laughs) That is that is very true. So it's still something to monitor over the next couple of weeks. Our next game, we have the Atlanta Falcons hosting the Philadelphia Eagles. It's the bird matchup. Ryan, I have Philadelphia winning this game.
1: You have Philadelphia. I do. Tell me why you have Philadelphia. Because I don't agree.
0: (laughs) You don't agree. I think the Eagles are just going to blow past the Atlanta Falcons. I think it's going to be shootout-esque, but I think Philadelphia will pull through. I like Atlanta. I like what they kind of have. Matt Ryan, solid quarterback. Calvin Ridley, pretty good wide receiver. He's going up against Darius Slay, though. I think it's going to be a pretty hard matchup for Calvin Ridley, but I think the Eagles just have too many weapons. I think Jalen Rager and um, Devonta Smith are going to have a really
1: nice game. So I'm very high on Jalen Hurts with you here. I would have got, I w- would have gotten him a fantasy, but I caved in and opted for a more experienced uh, dual threat QB and Lamar Jackson. And I do think, you know, the Eagles could have something really special with Smith hurts and miles Sanders, even because miles Sanders has looked really good when hurts is playing in the preseason. Mm-hmm. So, but I think with good things, it will take some time. And I don't know if the Eagles can come out of the gate, like super hot, ready to win. So I'm going to go with experience and go with Matt Ryan and Calvin Ridley here.
0: I think that Philadelphia's offensive line when healthy. It'll be night and day with how good the team's going to oh, be. Man. We'll see, we'll
1: say. see. I, and I and I hope I'm on the right end of this though.
0: Yes, okay. Our next game. It's the Washington football team hosting the Los Angeles Chargers. Ryan, I have a team highlighted here, but I think I might switch it. Okay. I'm going to declare I'm going to declare my team first before it's just because I heard news Austin eggler's a little banged up. Okay. I'm concerned I did pick the Chargers. Mm-hmm. But I think I'm going to switch and go with the Washington football team to win this game. Come to the correct side. I had Washington. Very good. Team's just a team just got upgraded. Ryan Fitzpatrick not a great upgrade at quarterback. I think he's good. Serviceable. So I think Antonio Gibson takes the next step though.
1: I think so too. Justin Herbert is super freaking good, but with I think with one year of tape on this guy and a new head coach for Los Angeles, and it's like i i think the chargers are going to struggle to close this one out it'll be a close one but i think they're traveling cross country and washington's defense is pretty scary so washington you
0: know what's funny i feel like both of them kind of have like the same argument because joey bose is a really good
1: defensive player he is but ryan's fitzpatrick though man he's like a, he's like literally plug and play like i don't know how he learns playbooks so fast <laughs> But you literally Harvard. just pick him up and he's fine. Oh, he went to Harvard. I see. I see. He why did now. go to Harvard. Yeah. I see. Smart man.
0: Smart man. Yeah. So that's probably why he could pick up a playbook so fast. But mm-hmm. next. He was what Andrew Luck was supposed to be. Because Andrew Luck went to Stanford. <laughs> <laughs> I see. I see. I think Andrew Luck too, took too, too, too many hits to the head. Unfortunately. Man, you know, honestly, now that you bring that up, I wish Andrew Luck was still playing. He believe- wish he was too. He was really believe- good. Yeah, there's a world where where Andrew Luck is still playing for the Colts, and they probably are Super Bowl contenders every single year.
1: Yeah, if if he still played, but I mean, uh, you know, health comes first, so makes sense. Mm-hmm.
0: Exactly. So yeah, um, moving on, it's the Bills and the Steelers. This game
1: is played at Buffalo. Ryan, I'm going with the Buffalo Bills here. I'm on Buffalo Bills too. Uh I really like Najee Harris. Don't, don't, don't get me wrong. I want him in the second round in both my drafts, but he didn't slip to me. I picked six and eight. Didn't come to me. But Bills Mafia in New York. Uh, talking Josh Allen, Stephon Diggs, and Cole Beasley. And then now you add in Emmanuel Sanders too. I think these two teams are very good. Uh, th- this might be one of the most like high-profile matchups of the week in terms of like team rankings. Because you got the Steelers and the Bills.
0: I agree with you.
1: Yeah, because I feel like
0: the Steelers, if they could turn around, maybe they can compete to win their division. I think Buffalo kind of has their division on lock, (laughs) not bashing on. I'm I'm sure
1: sure they do. There's so many rookies starting in there. Yeah, 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 yeah. That's
0: crazy, yeah.
1: Mac Jones, Zach Wilson, and Tua. And Tua, Tua. I mean, second-year player, but he really only played
0: half a season. So I think just the Steelers, I want to see it first to believe it. I think that they got better. I feel like they're going to have a better team this year. But I think Buffalo is just going to just outscore them. They just
1: have a better offense. Fair enough. Buffalo made it super far last year. So, fair enough.
0: Very true. Our next game is in Detroit. The Lions are hosting Detroit. the San Francisco 49ers. Ryan, I'm going to give you the analysis. If the 49ers lose this game, I will be disappointed.
1: I'd be disappointed for you. And that's why I said the Niners would win this game. I mean, the, the Lions, man, like the thing about the Lions is I really want to see how they're going to do in week one, you mm-hmm. know, but like, dude, some of your players might not have kneecaps, you know, by the end of the game. I,
0: I'd be very concerned. You know, my hot take is the fact that I think this game's going to be closer than people
1: think. Really? And I don't think it's going to be a blowout. Okay, okay. I'll give you that. But, like, one touchdown game?
0: I say no more than – I say if the the line was, like, 10,
1: 10 10-and-a-half, I I would stay away from this game. (laughs) (laughs) And why do you think this, though? Why do you think it's closer than a lot of people think? I
0: think that the Lions' offense might be able to move the ball with T.J. Hawkinson and DeAndre Swift.
1: Wow, the, you have switched your opinion on uh, Jared Goff, I see, and Dan Campbell's offense week one.
0: Hard to hard to miss TJ Hawkinson when he only runs five yards from the line of scrimmage.
1: Very true. And when you're Jared Goff, it's very hard to not throw only five yards from the line of scrimmage. Exactly, exactly. Five, six is pushing it. Five is his happy zone. <laughs> I like that. Okay, okay. All
0: right, our next game is the Cincinnati Bengals hosting the Minnesota Vikings. Ryan, who did you pick for this game?
1: Uh, until the Bengals prove otherwise, it's hard to trust Jamar Chase with all his drops and Joe Burrow with his injury and, uh, how that's affecting like, you know, his mental state. So, uh, it's like, I don't know. Vikings will come out on top. I don't think this one was hard. I think they're off like the Bengals offense or, or the Vikings offense is what the Bengals want to be. They want Jamar Chase to be that Justin Jefferson for Mm -hmm. him. So they're, they're, they're clearly not at the Vikings level yet.
0: I, I agree with you. I think the Vikings will win this game. Um, I think this is so sad. So their I think it's like their second, their cornerback two for the Bengals was Trey Waynes, okay, from Minnesota. So he's hurt. And so Eli Apple is being slotted in to start this game. Mm-hmm. And he has to either cover Adam Thieland or Justin Jefferson or Justin Jefferson. <laughs> It feels Uh, bad for the Bengals. It's it's the Vikings. I think that I think it's gonna. You start Thielen, you start Justin Jefferson, and you start
1: Dalvin Cook 100%. Fantasy aside, way to ruin a man's career though, Eli Apple. Like you're gonna throw him out there, and the thing is, he's gonna get no mercy whatsoever because people aren't gonna be like, oh, it's because he's guarding uh, Adam Thieler and Justin Jefferson. No one's going to give him the benefit of the doubt like that. People are just going to be like, this guy can't cover. His <laughs> coach is going to be, this guy can't cover your bench. <laughs> That's why I feel like this is literally how you ruin a man's career. Eli
0: Apple just wants a second chance, and you're just, you're just throwing it away without giving him, a, giving him a
1: true chance. But I believe you can do it, though, Eli Apple. My mm-hmm. prayers are with you.
0: <laughs> Our next game. It's the Carolina Panthers and the New York Jets. Ryan, I went with the Carolina Panthers.
1: I went Carolina too. Nice. Okay. Yeah, because I think the Panthers have more talent. True. Actually, I don't they, even think I know the Panthers have go. more like, proven I like talent. That. I like that. Yeah. yeah.
0: Um, I think. See, this is this is the headliner game that people aren't going to talk about, but I already know. Sam Darnold is going to go ham against
1: his former team. (laughs) Robbie Anderson is going to go ham against his (laughs) former team.
0: Yep. Don't be surprised if Adam Gase is trending on Sunday, just everywhere, because Donald's going to pop off. Robbie Anderson's going to pop off. Everyone's going to pop off. The best part is, yeah, the Jets are going to be okay. They will score points. And so... All the hate's gonna go on Adam Gates, but the exactly. Jets won't score enough. I think Carolina will take this game easily
1: for sure. It's next gonna be game. A, mm-hmm. Oh, yeah, I was just gonna say it's gonna be a big reunion game. And I think we were high on like the first year QB and QB and like first year head coach duo with like Jacksonville, but this is this is the Jets. They they don't have nearly the same amount of talent surrounding the quarterback, like the 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 Pant. The like Jacksonville does. That's why I don't think the Jets are gonna make it.
0: You know what's crazy though? Zach Wilson arguably played a little better than Trevor Lawrence in the preseason.
1: He did, he did, but I think Trevor Lawrence has way more weapons. That's why I trust that rookie QB and first year head coach more than what they have in the Jets.
0: Very fair. Very I I can see that. It's closer than I thought now that I'm thinking about it, because they have what Corey Davis, Elijah Moore. With New York, I kind of like them. But Mm -hmm. DJ Chark, Lavisca Chenault, Marvin Jones. And you know what
1: you're getting in James Robinson too.
0: Ooh, I forgot about their running backs. Yeah, the Jets, I don't know what they're going to do with their running game. Exactly, exactly. All right, our next game is the Tennessee Titans hosting the Arizona Cardinals. Ryan, who do you have to win this game?
1: See, I love the Cardinals in this game. Tennessee's defense isn't the greatest, but I think the Titans will take advantage of their home field advantage. And I think uh, this is one game to watch though, because it can be very high scoring. That's what I think in my head, because we might get lucky and get our Rams versus Chiefs part two. Like remember that like catch a mustard game <laughs> on like a Monday night. I honestly think that we could get here because Henry has like what gone four to five touchdowns in one game before. And this Cardinals offense, Kyler Murray, uh deandre hopkins uh aj green uh moore. rondell moore like it's it's endless
0: it is unfortunately i'm going with the upside of kyler murray here i huh? think the arizona cardinals are going to pull out and win this game
1: right, i think jj right.
0: watt i think jj watt chandler jones
1: chandler jones is still on the team right
0: chandler jones uh I he requested trade. a trade and then I, I don't think he got traded uh, i just wanted yeah to he did not he,
1: did not he did not know he he wanted but you know he wanted feels out bad. he stayed in feels bad feels bad yeah.
0: but um yeah i think definitely gonna be a menace for this tendency offensive line and i think i think i agree with you it's gonna be a shootout start everyone you can on the titans and the cardinals now i'm not saying okay don't start everyone don't start aj green
1: yeah, know, like, don't like, start everyone. Don't start everyone. But start it's, everyone, you know? Yeah, start Th- that's most players.
0: Yeah. yeah. Our next game, it's the Chiefs hosting the Cleveland Browns.
1: You oh, laugh, right? Because, I, I, you know, I laugh, but... So, don't get me wrong. This is another very good matchup in terms of team rankings, but, like, you know, sorry to the Browns fans and whatever you call yourselves, like the dog pound or whatever. But I think... This one's not that hard. I think the Cheetah will steal the show. The Chiefs have not lost. Like mm-hmm. last year, they lost in the Super Bowl once and they lost to Goat, the Raiders. Mm-hmm. No one else could beat the Chiefs. You know, I don't think funny. the Browns can just do it in week one. It's not going
0: to happen. I think I'm going to pick the Browns here.
1: Well, Okay. I say what because I like it when people agree with me, but I like the discrepancy we have though because now it'll add to the... To the spice of our 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 record,
0: I'm not going to say this is like the downfall of the Chiefs, but I think I I really think Cleveland is going to show up, and they're going to play a really good game. Okay. They're going to run. They're going to be run heavy. Mm -hmm. Nick Chubb's going to pop off. Okay. Kareem Hunt's going to pop off. Okay. I think OBJ is going to pop off this game.
1: Not bad. I have OBJ on my team, so I. I'm, I'm cool with that. And I'm always cool with the Chiefs losing too. It's just earlier I had a gut feeling that the Chiefs would win. It's funny because I had a gut
0: feeling the Chiefs would lose.
1: Ah, okay. I like, I think I like, I think
0: I like gonna, that. I think they're going to get their losses out early. And I think there's going to be headliners like, oh, my God, what happened to the Chiefs? The Chiefs will be fine. I just think but they'll bounce this back. Got but it.
1: Okay. Our good wake-up call.
0: Good wake-up call. Exactly. Our next game is the New England Patriots hosting the Miami Dolphins ryan i have a team and i'm actually confident in it
1: now i think i think you're going miami huh
0: no i'm going with the
1: patriots yes i was a little scared you're gonna go miami because i think there have been like some upsets in recent years with miami winning yeah many too (laughs) yeah too many but in bill we trust and that's
0: exactly what i put i think that Bill Belichick will outcoach um, Brian Flores. Yeah, that's it for sure. That's all I had. That was, that was my analysis, and I think that the Patriots have a sneaky good defense this year, so don't be surprised.
1: Yeah, because as long as you give Bill Belichick some talent, more than what he had last year, he can probably outcoach more than half the league.
0: You're not wrong, and that's yeah. the scary part. But yeah, mm-hmm. okay, we're almost done here. We have was it one, two, three, four more games. Right, we'll breeze through. It we'll breeze through is the New York Giants, and they're hosting the Denver Broncos. Ryan, quickly, who do you got? Broncos.
1: I, I don't think the Giants, Giants are going to come in. <laughs> 20 seconds. I don't think the Giants are going to come in hot this year. It'll take time to heat up because I like Daniel Jones. I firmly believe he's on a top five QB, but I think he's enough, just like Eli Manning. It'll just take some time for the Giants to heat up and for Saquon to be completely healthy. So that's why I'm going Broncos.
0: Close game. Saquon hits two home runs with his runs. I think he's going to. Have some pretty
1: big, pretty big rushes. for a guy who didn't really, draft Saquon. You're very high on Saquon.
0: I got, yeah, yeah, exactly, <laughs> exactly. I, I, I believe in Saquon this year. Um, okay. the next game, it's the Saints and the Packers. I'm going with the
1: Packers here, Ryan. Same, Packers here. I mean, I think you probably might have the same quick hitters, but it's a new look Saints with Jameis Winston, and uh, they're not even playing in New Orleans. They're playing in, like Jacksonville because of like that hurricane, mm-hmm. but. I think pretty easy decision here for the Packers. If it was prime time like breeze and he was like not retired and he was still playing, then yeah, maybe it wouldn't be as easy of a choice.
0: Exactly. Um, 20 seconds. I think the saints and the Steelers are in that same category where I need to see it to believe. It. I need to see how this offense is going to work yeah. before I can fully believe in a hundred percent. I do <laughs> think that players like Kamara and Harris are really talented. I just want to see it though. Okay. Last two games. We have the Sunday night game. It is the Rams hosting the Chicago Bears, Ryan. I think we both have the same team. I have the Rams.
1: Yeah, because I mean, Dalton is starting. So Matt Nagy can see what he's like in the regular season. So easy, easy dub for the Rams.
0: (laughs) Easy dub for the Rams. I do want to tell you this, Ryan. Now that all our drafting is over. I think that Matt Nagy is starting Andy Dalton so that Justin Fields doesn't have
1: a rough first game. Oh, so you're saying Matt Nagy is a step ahead of all of us?
0: Yes, I'm a hundred. I think I that's think that's probably Andy... why he
1: doesn't. That's why he's never on the hot seat. Everything makes sense now.
0: I guess <laughs> so. But really think about this, because why would you throw your your starting quarterback into the fire against the Rams on prime time? He wanted to see what Andy Dalton can do. Dude, he's literally throwing Andy
1: Dalton into the fire.
0: He's not going to do Amen. well this game.
1: Sometimes then, you just gotta be thrown to the sharks in order to learn how to swim with the sharks. Ooh, I like uh, that. I'm, I'm kidding. I'm kidding. throw <laughs> Dalton in. Save, save Justin Fields. Save Justin Fields. And
0: I think, I think Chicago's schedule is a lot lighter after the Rams, so I think they're gonna start them. That's just, I just have a hunch. That's that's the thing I'm feeling right now. But yeah, our last game. It's a Monday night game. It's the Raiders. It's the Ravens.
1: You already Lion, got my I pick. Won. Wow. Wow. <laughs> You want, do you want to hear my, 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 opinion or, or you already know what I'm going to say? I really do. Okay. Uh, The world is not prepared for what Las Vegas has in store because sure. You can say our defense is bad and you're right, but it was so bad. Bottom five, that the only way is up. So the energy in Allegiant stadium will rock your world. You know, call it a 12th man, like what they had in Seattle because we have Gus Bradley here. Now it, the only way from here is up,
0: Ryan. I think I think your stadium is gonna be called the Eleventh Band. You know why? It's because y'all <laughs> keep cutting players that you draft that you, you just know, need, no, no, no. need to fill the team.
1: We're just an honest team. We don't hold on to draft picks that won't pan out because we don't because we fear that we'll look like we don't know what we're doing. You know, we, we we make mistakes. You gotta admit it. The quicker you can admit it, the quicker you can move on from it
0: all just make so many mistakes i don't think, i like how you no, bring up the no. fact that hey. i love how you bring up the fact that you're so honest because i don't know if you I, the raiders were trending you know you said happy you know the the social media team on twitter said happy yeah. birthday to tanner muse
1: yes and, and then he you, got cut later really, yeah. you know he he got cut after they said that okay and then they deleted the tweet you know well i'm just saying like it, it was It's better to cut someone that you know won't pan out rather than just hold on to him and let him waste a roster spot.
0: Very fair. I'm the opposite. I think the Ravens are going to run little over the Raiders because you gave up all your linebackers.
1: Haters. Who are your linebackers? We have KJ right now. Hater, hater. All right, KJ. moving on. Okay. We can talk right, about boomer- this for days. Exactly. Okay,
0: super quickly, boom and bust players. I have two boom, two bust. Ryan, pick your boom player for this week. Who do you think is going to outperform either where they drafted or they're ranking this week.
1: Perfect. I just got one for each boom player. Trevor Lawrence. Uh, I, I I know I heard, uh, most of it urban Meyer. Can we trust him? Trevor Lawrence didn't look all that good in the preseason, uh, heard it all, heard all the negative stuff, but if we cut all that out, guess who Trevor Lawrence gets to play Texans defense Texans are going to be actually, we don't know what we'll get out of the Texans. And even if you think that this will be a blowout because it could be, uh, I think you can believe in Trevor Lawrence and James Robinson because Lawrence is a rookie. So I think they're going to leave him in the game. No matter what happens, if it's a blowout, they'll still leave him in for playing time. My, Ooh, like my, that. my quick hit is Trevor Lawrence will be a top 12 QB for week one. That's where my Ooh, money is at.
0: I like that. All right. Um, my two boom players, the not so spicy one was James Robinson simply because of the Houston thing. Yeah. But okay. my super spicy pick is Ronald Jones. will boom. Ro- Ronald Jones against okay. Dallas.
1: We'll find out real soon. If you're
0: right. Find out real soon. I think he's going to be at least a, t- a running back two this week. So, scoring between within the, the top 24 range. I know it's pretty wide, but I mean, people drafted Ronald Jones at like running back 30 to 35. So, to have a starting running back this week in him, it's going to be pretty nice. So,
1: my, my quick question mm-hmm? then, really quick question 15 seconds, you can answer it. Are you fading Leonard Fournette then? Yes. For the whole season or just this week? Whole season. Got it. Okay. Okay. All right. Your bust player, Ryan, I think I know who it is. Yeah. I tell the world. <laughs> now let me tell the world chase Edmonds and hear me out real quick. It's going to, it's going to be tough. And I feel for those of you that drafted him, he has an ADP of like 62 person in our league picked him up in the sixth round. And, you know, it, it's going to be rough benching your sixth round player, especially when he has five stars next to his name, according to Yahoo, but I think you just got to do it. Uh, And I, to be completely honest, I don't know if this is a bust just for week one or for the whole season. You know, I love to be proven wrong so Chase Edmonds can have a good career, but it could be a bust for your whole season because James Conner is there.
0: I think James Conner is someone you might want to target on the waiver wire after this game. Mm -hmm. Um, My bust, I have two. It's Ezekiel Elliott and Alvin Kamara. And you're like, whoa, why do you have them as busts? Yeah, Why? (laughs) They're playing tough defenses. Ezekiel Elliott's playing against Tampa Bay, and I think he's going to get locked up. Alvin Kamara is playing against the Green Bay Packers that has a really good front seven. I am worried as an Alvin Kamara owner or who has him on a team in fantasy football, excuse me, but the reason why I put him here is to remind everyone that, one, you draft them in the first round, you start them no matter what. You do not sit your starters, especially if you drafted them in the first round. You don't. Number two, do not trade them away either. It's one bad week against a bad matchup. Do not panic. That's why I included them here. They're going to have bad weeks. Everyone will have a bad week. Ezekiel Elliott is getting his out of the way. Alvin Kamara will get his out of the way if they even do.
1: But yeah, that's why
0: I had them here. And that's all I have to say.
1: I dig it. That's all I had to say as well. So, to everyone that has made it this far, thank you for listening and may the football gods bless your team with more wins this year. We'll catch you guys again next week when we recap week one and make our game picks for week two. And that's the T. And
0: that's the T. Take care, y'all.